Hey, welcome to the Timesmith podcast. I'm so glad that you guys are here and thanks for joining me today. What are we talking about today? I'm really excited about because when they say when you start a business, you do not need anything crazy. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You don't need anything proprietary, all of that. But I went ahead and did did it anyways, creating the power routine because it helped me so much um, in my project manager, account manager days. And so I want to go over it with you because everyone that has used this uh, has been touched by it, has uh, improved drastically. In the past, we have lots of task management and email management, all this different stuff um, that's kind of outdated and doesn't use the tools and things like we have available to us today, even just with having a phone that can uh, update things at any time. So uh, I want to help you guys with just reiterating the power routine I've talked about in the past, but it's kind of a framework that you can think of as uh, different Lego pieces that you can build with. And doing this will help you separate the different functions within your work and um, basically help you just to feel the, the clarity and the simplicity of your day come back to you so that you can feel good about your day again and move forward with confidence. All right, let's get started. Never break, always fight, never quit, do it right, play the game, win it life, have no shame, there's no time, feel the pain, let the grind. All right, welcome again, guys. I'm really excited. Let me go ahead and just offer you something right off the bat. I've got a something that I'm actually looking into um, starting to sell but it's a the power routine guide and the crazy thing about this is that uh, i've had big tech uh, company employees use this that say that it's dramatically increased their productivity not just like their machines just hauling butt now but it just has given them the confidence and focus and uh, clarity that they've needed i had one person tell me that they uh typically have a really clear desk, but um, they printed out the power routine and they just have it, this this guide, they just have it on their desk at all times as a reference. I didn't leave anything back from this guide. It's really helpful. What it's going to give you is each power routine step with a checkbox next to it so you can remember what it is and check it off during your day. I always recommend the Friction, F-R-I-X-I-O-N pens. Those are really great pens because who likes using a pencil? Nobody. Who likes using pens? Everybody. Uh, And with the friction pens, you can erase it and it's just like a pencil, but it flows really well like a really nice pen. So get that pen, use it to check box, to print out the guide and then check it uh, as you go. It's also going to give you an email processing checklist which is super helpful. There are seven things you can do with any email. And as you practice, you're going to get super fast at just processing your email. And then um, it's also got each of the three lists. Uh, A lot of uh, experts will tell you you need about six or seven different lists to stay organized. I've boiled it down just to three because um, it's just overwhelming for the other ones. And you don't really need them now that we've got phones and things that you can just categorize your tasks as they come to you and we're at our computers a lot more all of that so it's got that as well and then it's got some other kind of uh mindset things 
that might be helpful for you. <clears throat> I'm not like a mindset-y person or coach, but uh, I have realized that sometimes we can just think that we're, we're stuck is just how it is. And uh, if you just think a little bit differently, sometimes it can help. So it's got, it's got an intro that I think will help you with that. All right, that's the power routine guide and it's free for you. Just go to timesmith, T-I-M-S-M-I-T-H dot work forward slash guide. All right, so I wanted to talk about the power routine. So real quick, I'll, stop, I'll tell you each letter and what it stands for. So we've got P, that's for processing. You, you have to have a way to process your inputs, all of the new emails, calls, uh, chats, tasks, ideas, all of that stuff. And if you can do it really simply and easily, then um, you can basically move forward with confidence knowing that you're working on what you should be working on and things are not falling through the cracks. Um, so the big thing about this is it's important to uh, aim at least to process everything down to zero once a day. And if you do that, then you'll be able to stay on top of it. The O in power is for open. So at this point, you've processed everything. It's where it needs to be in your three lists. And you can open your lists and do what's necessary in those three places. And then the W is for work. Get one main thing done for the day. Uh, other experts will say three, but that's never been manageable in, in my world and in those I help. You can obviously do more, but start with one main thing and then you'll feel less overwhelmed and you'll get through that one thing and just feel a lot of forward progress over time. If you got, <clears throat> there's 20 days in a month, typically work days. And so just imagine if you got 20 real meaningful things done uh, over the next month, what, what would you, what would the end of the month look like for you? So that's really important just to get that one main thing. Then the E is for engage. We're humans. And so we really need to engage with other people around us. And this is going to increase um, work satisfaction tremendously. And so it's, excuse me, it's important to um, engage in meetings and be thoughtful in meetings. And a lot of my E step is for meetings, but the longer I uh, work in this field and think about things deeply, the more I realize that we really just need other people. And it's not all about productivity. It's really about, and it is important, obviously, but we're relational beings and we need to just be around other people and engage with them. So I want to put that step in there just so that it's not, um, it's, it's part of your productivity. If you're like me, you have a plan and you want to move forward and you want to be as productive as possible. And if you have an E in there and engage, then it gives you permission to stop and engage during the day. Then R is for review. Uh, admittedly, I'm the worst at this one. I need to do better because if I'm not good at this one, then uh, my audience won't be either. So I need to, to work on this one for sure. But to review your day, just look back and think about one, two, three things that you're thankful for that you um, are 
proud of getting done too. Something like that. All right, that's the power routine. Um, <clears throat> real quick, I just wanted to go back to the processing and what that looks like. So um, you're going to have a bunch of emails and chats. And what you need to do is you need to turn off your notifications so that you're not constantly getting bombarded with everybody else's needs. Are you running your life or are you running their life? You've got to run your own life. You are in charge of what you spend your time on and what you do. Rule completely number one is if you care at all about being productive, about getting things accomplished that are important to your work, to your customer, to your boss, to your coworkers, to everybody, whatever it is that you're doing, hopefully it's something that is meaningful and you uh, find fulfilling, you have to prioritize that. And if you prioritize, if you don't prioritize that, <clears throat> other people will prioritize their work for you. You have to turn off notifications. You have to turn off chats. Really quick story about this. I remember being a little, a new little um, account manager and you know, my time that I did that, I was doing it to help customers. Like I was in the help desk before that. And I thought if I could only be an account manager, then I could really help customers because I could have longer conversations with them. And finally I was asked to do it and I, I was an account manager and it was great. But quickly I realized I was just completely over my head and there was nothing for me to like actually any time to get the real things done that my customers needed me to do. Really intentional research about their problems and solutions, none of that. And I remember uh, getting away on a, tra on a trip for, for work and I sat down to my computer and uh, if you've listened to this podcast much, you've probably heard the story, but I was excited to finally have a little bit of space and time to get some stuff done. And of course I opened my computer and even though I'm got out of office status and all this stuff, We've got fires on the chat, lots of things that were needed from me, things going wrong, things that people were apparently not looking back. I've never thought this before, but looking back, clearly people couldn't figure it out themselves. And I don't mean to be harsh about that, but it's just, if you make yourself available, people are going to come to you for their problems, uh, instead of learning how to figure it out. So, um, don't be an enabler <laughs> like I clearly was. So I just remember being really frustrated. I was on the treadmill um, the next morning and I was listening to a podcast and Megan Hyatt Miller, great podcast, by the way, um, especially their older episodes. Um, I think it's called Business Accelerator now, but it used to be, um, I don't know, Michael Hyatt. Anyways, look him up. He's really great, uh, great resource. A lot of my stuff will um, inevitably have inspiration from him uh, listened to him for years and years, but, um, where was I? Oh yeah. She said in the podcast, like if it's not working, do something different. And you know, the one change that I did that really made all the difference that I went from completely overwhelmed, not getting anything done to two months later, I made a goal to have double the customers expected, um, that I currently had, which was a full customer load already and do it in six hours a day. That was the goal that started everything. And it's got me to where I am today right now, talking to you, turning what made the difference in those two months where from overwhelmed to complete excitement and focus and hope, turning off 
notifications. <laughs> Turn off notifications. Do not have email banners. When was the last time that you sent an email and expected somebody to get back to you right away unless they always do and it's just because that's what they do? Email is not a right away thing. I cannot believe that like by default, Microsoft wants to set up uh, ribbons coming over. Chat. When was the last, if you, maybe you just kind of go through life and it's just how it works, but when was the last time that you sent a chat and just were fine with it completely interrupting everything the other person was doing and that they were, you were expecting them to get back right to you? As my wife says, that's just not how it works. Just to let you know how it should work. You can send a chat, but you should not expect it to interrupt somebody else's work. Deep work, as it's sometimes called. You expect them to see it because they probably don't manage their email well. So you want them to get an, you want to get an actual response, but you should not expect somebody to get back to you right away in chat. And if you stop expecting other people to email you right back and other people to chat you right back, <clears throat> chances are you won't expect, you won't be thinking that their other people are thinking that you need to get back right to their emails and their chats how you judge, you will be judged. And so if you don't think about it like that, if you think, it, if you <clears throat> are okay with people not getting right back to you, then you're not gonna have that expectation inside your conscience and inside your own thinking when <clears throat> people are reaching out to you. So that's the framework for, that's the encasing that the power routine comes in, no notifications. And the thing is, you're actually going to get back to everybody. Would you rather be the person, which most people are, that can't get back to anything unless they're interrupted by a chat or text or call or something, and then they get right back. Otherwise, they'll never, ever get back to anything. <clears throat> do you want to be like that? Or do you want to be somebody who can actually get back to everything uh, effectively and on your own time? And truly make progress in everything and not just need to be babysitted and uh, have chat come up over and over again, then uh, be do the systems that I say because um, somebody could tell me one time to ask me one time for something and it would never fall through the cracks. I probably have a 99.9% .9 not fall through the cracks um, system, whereas, you know, the other people would need three or four reminders. Um, and then finally they would just do it right away. And then because you followed up with them, but then you feel like, feel bad just following up over and over. So don't be that person, be the person who gets back, but it's not instantaneous. And if people are getting back to you instantaneously, then what's the percentage that they're actually getting those things accomplished? Like people say, oh yeah, I'll get to that when they chat right back and then they don't do it. Would you rather be, oh yeah, I'll get to that. And then they don't do it but they responded right away? Or would you be, would you rather be somebody who later that afternoon or the next day or even the next week or later this week gets it done, but doesn't respond right away? You can respond in your time, but not right away. All right. So got off track of power routine a little bit. I definitely ranted and vented a little bit. So hopefully that that, uh, voice is now in your head to not, 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 
uh, open yourself to no notifications. What you need to do with chat is turn off notifications for chat too. You should not get a notification from chat unless a lot of you are using Teams. I'm not sure about Slack, but in Teams there's uh, like urgent, there's important, and there's urgent tags for chats. And at least for me, when I had it set up, the I had Teams so that it did not um, notify me for anything except for urgent chats. And so if somebody needed something urgently, they would just use the urgent setting. Or I, I really ask people to call me. Um, but anyways, either one works. You have, you have an emergency um, route then for people to truly emergency get to you. But a chat is not an emergency because it can't possibly be because there's so much non-emergencies that come through it. And uh, email for sure is not an emergency. Anyways, um, that's the kind of encasing. No, no notifications. That's the biggest thing that will change everything for you. Um, if you want to be, depending on your role, you can just think about how often you want to check chat. Maybe you start out just checking it every half hour. But then you've got 30 minutes where you didn't get interrupted. Like that would be insane, right? It would be so helpful. Then after that, maybe you start with uh, doing it, checking every 45 minutes, and you check every hour. Uh, I had a product, an email 10-day challenge that um, helped people with this. But uh, like onboarding to this pro process one step at a time. If you're interested in it, email me, robert at timesmith.work. So for processing, you get, um, I started with doing that, you know, looking every so often, but turning off notifications so that, you know, if I was really in the middle of something, I, I wouldn't be interrupted because uh, inter every interruption costs you about 23 minutes and you'll never get anything done if you let yourself get interrupted all day. So um, I started just getting real things done and it was awesome. And then I just got to the point where I was only checking chat um, probably four times a day. And then I was checking, I was getting through my email once a day and then just checking it for emergencies like two more times. In all that time, I don't think I had a single emergency, maybe a couple emails that I actually needed to get back to right away. So when what happens with the processing step is at least at one point in the day, you put your stake in the ground and you get through everything. So you process all of your email. And I have a whole podcast on processing. Um, use my guide that I will give you the link to at the end again uh, to process all your email and all your chat. You want to get both of them all the way to zero. Your inbox should not have any emails in it. All of your emails go to the archive folder or the deleted folder. Those are the only three that you need are, and all I had was inbox and deleted because my deleted was my archive and the deleted never got deleted. So it was always there. But if you want to be safer, you can use an archive folder for emails you don't want ever deleted. So you've got your inbox, you've got your archive, and you've got your deleted. Delete every other um, folder. It's all just confusing. Do you really go look at those things when you could just search for it in your archive? Um, and then your only rules should be the ones that I outlined in the guide. So that's the processing step. Get through everything once. I, I would still get through all of my chats, but uh, there's sometimes there's actions you need to take down the, down the road right away. I say if there's something in there to do, do it. If it's 15 minutes or less right away and it gets it off your plate um, 
with different stuff like that. It's all in the guide, so you'll want to see the, all. The, you'll want to download the guide, and then in the uh, open phase, we've got our three lists, which I'll just really quickly go through again. You've got your next list, your waiting list, and your meeting list. So your next list is just the tasks that you have next. Um, a lot of people's, I think the average to-do list is like 90 things. But if you're doing <clears throat> if you're doing the 15 minutes or less thing that I talk about in my guide um, for your emails and chats, then the only tasks that are getting through to your next list are uh, next list and task list are the same thing, just different words for the just different descriptors for the list. Um, so just think of it as your task list. But the next list, the only thing that can get onto there, and I get the next list idea from Getting Things Done by David Allen, an amazing resource and book um, that's kind of changed the world. It's called GTD. and um, But there's like six or seven lists that he has, and I found that it's way simpler to have just these three. So um, the only things that are getting through your, to your next list are real tasks, like things that are going to take some thinking and some time. And so if you're getting one of those things done every day, you should be getting your list down to two to five things. So how amazing would that be to have a task list that's only two to five tasks? Uh, amazing, probably. So you review that on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and you can, if this is all framework, these are all Lego pieces, you can change them how you want. But at least for me, I did it every Tuesday and Thursday because twice a week just felt better to my my present self, <clears throat> my present tense self, when I would put something on a waiting list um, that I'm waiting to hear back from, if I only had, if I knew that the future self, Robert, was only going to check it once a week, I would just be nervous. If it was more than that, I'd just feel like I'm annoying people. So I always checked my waiting list. I always followed up on my waiting list items um, twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday. Those just seemed like the best days because Monday people are trying to get going on stuff. Friday people are trying to be done with stuff. Um, and if you're going to do it twice a week, that leaves Tuesday and Thursday. So, uh, on Tuesday and Thursday uh, during the open phase, you'd also check your, if you're following that method, you'd also check your waiting list and just follow up with people on those things that you're waiting on. And then the work, obviously you just, uh, get that one main thing from the task list done. Um, I, I skipped over, I apologize. I skipped over the meeting list. So the third list that you need during the, op to review during the open uh, phase. So you're doing this in chronological order. Um, now that I'm a business owner, a lot of times I just do the work phase first and then I'll do the processing last because it's not as important to me as it was when I was an account manager and basically communication was my job. So uh, now I will um, actually wait on the processing. I kind of flip the power routine to be like O W um, E P R. So I can reflect and review at the end still, but I usually process towards the end as well. And it's really quick because I usually just delete everything because most of it's scammy when you're a business owner. But um, the third one is that meeting list in their open phase. So you want to open uh, your meeting list that you have today. So a lot of us have recurring meetings and you should have a, if you have a recurring meeting, just have a, <clears throat> a list um, specifically for that. So you could have, you know, one meeting list if you have one recurring meeting or you could have 20 meeting lists if you have 20 recurring meetings 
And as you think of things and as uh, they come up in email and things, you just put it on that list so that you're ready to go when it's time to have a meeting and you're not using email to communicate back and forth. So, um, which will save you time and clarify, communicate better if you're already having a meeting. So check the meeting list if you have any meetings today and just prep for that meeting by looking at the items you already have and maybe adding any that come to mind as you think about it. <clears throat> then you get that one in the, you move on to that one main um, thing that you wanna get done today, the work phase, and that's gonna come from your task list. Just get one of those things, two to five things done um, and obviously you could continue, but if you get one done, that's awesome. Just congratulate yourself and feel free to be done. And then uh, obviously the, it's pretty simple. The E phase um, wasn't as simple if we get into meetings and how to make meetings effective. But for the point of this podcast, just think of it as engaging with your coworkers and trying to think of a way, maybe an action item would just be, think of like if you're remote or something, one way to engage with another uh, person each day like don't pass this up without engaging in somebody reach out to somebody on your team and to see how they're doing or how a project's going or something engage with them and then for r just at the end of the day um look back or at what you've done and just think through what it is and write out one to three things that you accomplished and that you're thankful for being able to accomplish all right that's the power routine um kind of revisited i hope that it was helpful for you guys um you're definitely going to want to download the power routine <clears throat> guide that I've created. Again, it's only like two or three pages and it's boiled down to like exact steps for what you need here. So uh, you'll find that at timesmith.work forward slash guide. And that is my free gift to you guys. I'm excited for you to use it and uh, would love to hear your feedback as well. Until next time, go power through your routine, get some real stuff done, feel fulfilled along the way and get rid of that stress that comes with not getting to the things that are important and not knowing what we should be doing. Talk to you next week. See ya.